0: Call it a comeback because we're doing this every week for every Titans game, and you're welcome. This is Two-Tone Take. As always, I am your MC, fearless football leader, Bradley, here with you. Um, Special episode. It's week five, Titans uh, on the road against the Commanders, Uh, and for this particular episode, I have a glass of wine. Being a little bit fancy, as always, the handwritten notes, prepared and ready to recap all of the action that went down uh, between the boys and the commanders. And, you know, know, when you look at a schedule, there's always games that jump out for different reasons. Now, this game jumped out because it's the commanders, Um, and there haven't really been a, a good team for a while now. I think especially this year, it's comical, at least to me, because they are... Trusting Carson Wentz to lead them to God only knows what. Um, but you also look at this and you think, okay, is this going to be one of those trap games? One of those games that, you know, the Titans seem to find these weird moments in a season where they lose games they really shouldn't lose. You could argue it happened in week one against the Giants at home. And this is important because we've got a two win. Two-game winning streak going, right? Uh, Drop the first two games. We beat Oakland at home. ho, oh, hold that. We beat Vegas at home. My brain – I'm blaming the fact that this game is about the commanders who were formerly the Redskins, okay? That's, that's the reason that happened. A little hiccup there. But we beat Las Vegas. Then we go on the road and we fuck the Colts because that's what they're there for, okay? And now this sets up a pretty crucial game – Uh, Here in week five, because remember, I mentioned previously our bye week is in week six, arguably an early bye week. I think given all of the injuries that we continue to deal with uh, or health issues, however you want to look at it, it's a it's a blessing to have an early bye week. But it makes this game all the more important because can the Titans get to three and two ahead of that bye week and keep that momentum going uh, being on the road. And selfishly, this was a special game because it happened on my birthday. The Titans have played, I'm sure they've played my birthday before, uh, but this is, like, for whatever reason, a more memorable one, probably because it's recent, but also because they won. Okay, so spoiler alert, we did it. Titans secured the third straight win, all right? Uh, They get to that 3-2 mark, uh, like we talked about them, going for a lot of the same themes we've been hearing, though, of the defense bending and not breaking, our offense having ups and downs, and then kind of just going quiet in the second half. More than anything, what was truly amazing to see, um, what I feel was essentially a birthday present to me directly, uh, was King Henry reigning supreme on the road against the Commanders. Uh so it was beautiful, not without its uh highs and lows, of course, and so we'll get into all of that. But let's review some of the highlights first. Went back to the white jerseys, blue barriches, which for whatever reason I actually think is my favorite. It's just there's something sort of classic or vintage about it to me. Uh, you know, early in this game we didn't look sharp, gave a couple of sacks or pressure there on the offense give the ball to the commanders, and of course, they they just give it right back to us. So then we kind of start getting a little bit more into a rhythm. Nice third down and one play here with Henry. And look, you're going to have to bring more than a couple of guys, okay, because it's not going to work. Power running at its best. Second down and seven here, late first quarter. Beautiful screenplay. I will say there's been so much criticism of Todd Downing in the offense, but – They've gotten to a point where I think they're really understanding when to call certain plays. And then they come right back with it, fake it to Henry the one direction, come back the other way to Hilliard, who runs it in for the touchdown. And I'm not sure we can even say enough to give credit where credit is due for Hilliard and the presence that he has had for the boys already this season, especially on offense. So we get out to the 7-0 lead. And then we start doing these things that we're becoming a little too accustomed to seeing, and that is giving up pass plays. But like I talked about before in the last episode about the Colts, is is I think teams are understanding, hey, there are gaps to look for. And they're just exploiting those gaps. Um, Messed up the snap there for the commanders, so they end up having to kick a field goal. And just before the end of the first quarter, Titans end up with a 7-3 lead. All right, Titans getting the ball back. It's third and five, and Tannehill gets sacked again. Kind of one of those plays where we're lucky it wasn't a, a strip sack or a fumble of any kind, but we give the ball back to the commanders, and look, give them credit for continuing to push the ball downfield. Huge play. They take the lead. End up going up 10-7 to seven, early second quarter. Long touchdown play We'll get more into those details later But it's painful to watch It's it's it's, it's frustrating to see those big plays given up Now we come right back And what are we going to do We're going to give the ball to Derek fucking Henry okay? And I will say again I love the passion that you're seeing from him Sometimes even just after Seemingly a routine player run You can tell that he is fired up and ready to go Now we end up in a long third down It's third and 23 And Tannehill eats it again and uh, it just there there were moments early in this game where you're just kind of like don't be that game don't be that trap game don't put us in that place and then we have games where again we're giving up these long chunk plays Jeffrey Simmons runs about 20 miles to chase down and get the tackle and then on the very next play he actually makes another great push on the wins to kind of force him out of bounds So we get the ball back, okay? We get the ball back. Still just a 10-7 game. Back to Derrick Henry we go. Beautiful cut to the outside running to the left in honor of Daddy LeJuan. Shout out. No free shout outs to you, sir. But again, just really good play calling. Nice uh, pass out here to Bobby Trees to get the first down. So Titans get into the red zone where they are super efficient this year. And we just give it to Derrick Henry and let him do his thing. Tannehill. Passes to Henry. Nearly gets in. Down to like the one. Put him just at the one. And then of course third and goal. I mean come on. You're not going to stop that. So Derek Henry finds the end zone. Really important drive as well. In that it happened just before. I mean 17 seconds left here in the first half. Titans managed to go back up. Thought That was huge for the sake of momentum. So back to the commanders on offense. What's Carson Wentz going to do? And again... They're finding these gaps in our defense. And and for teams that we played that give their quarterback just enough time to get the ball out, they're going to kill us. It's going to slice and dice all the way downfield. Um, we get the ball back, though, because, again, it's Carson Wentz. They can only do so much so well. We didn't really do much coming off of this, though, ourselves. It was, it was a weird chess match where it just felt like we could only do so much right before kind of stumbling again. And remember, at this point, it's 14-10 Tennessee. And that's the Commanders running back. Bless his heart, they got the start. Third and five for the Commanders. And Wentz throwing in a way that only Wentz can. Now, here's an important play. It's fourth and four here with about nine minutes to go in the third. And we get the stop. Get the stop on downs. That was great to see. So we get back out there on offense. And Tannehill eats another sack. So painful. So frustrating. So back and forth we go. Commanders with the ball yet again. Wentz looking downfield. Nice little dump off Eh, it. I always hate seeing guys tackle forward. I don't know what that is. I can't imagine that's a technique that's taught. Finds the tight end. Wentz does. In the gaps. Finding more of those gaps. So Commanders, again, moving the ball downfield. A second down and seven. I don't like giving him credit, but it was a really nice throw by Wentz. And the Commanders retake the lead. Now, I wasn't worried at this point when this happened. It was just annoying. It was just like, why are we allowing these 30-yard or more passing plays, scoring plays, mind you, right? Boys come right back on offense. Nice little play action here. And this play, my God, I could watch this play 900 times. Tannehill... All the way downfield for more than 60 yards to Nick Westbrook-Akina. Sets up the Titans almost right away after getting the ball back. Huge momentum shift. Huge momentum shift. And what are we going to do? I mean, come on. Come on. You're giving the ball to Derek Henry and he's going to fucking score. All right? Which he does. So it's now 21-17. Now, this is important. We have talked about the Titans' struggles to score in the second half. They score here in this game to take the lead now. So 21-17, going into the fourth quarter. Man, guys just making plays. Autry with a super timely sack, okay? So we get the ball back. We're up. All we got to do is tack on some more points, right? Right, totally, totally. And, and look, we made some good plays. Henry with a nice end around. We end up with a fourth down and two to give the ball to Henry. Of course, he gets it like that was ever in doubt. Now we have a third down and six. And this play was really rough. Danny Hill, another terrible sack. And that took us out of field goal range. That was huge, right? You could have driven the lead up to seven instead to give the ball right back. And then our, our boys on defense – Doing their part, getting sacks again on Wentz. We had three on the day, I believe. We'll get more to that here in a bit. But you know what? Give the commanders credit because they didn't stop. They didn't quit. They kept coming. So Titans have the ball. It's now under six minutes to go. Third down and six. Tannehill scrambling, looking, and just kind of... Nowhere to go with the ball, really, so we had to run it. And then we give the ball back to the Commanders. Not even, basically four minutes left in the game, right? Commanders have the ball. It's a third and one. Fucking float pass by Wentz. Great catch, really. Shit throw because it's Wentz. It was a great catch, though. Yeah. Great catch. But he bobbled, so it wasn't actually a catch. But they end up getting the first down on the fourth down. And remember, under four minutes now to go. Titans clinging. Clinging to this 21-17 lead, can the boys hang on? One of the things that hadn't happened in this game up until this point, right? If you haven't already noticed or don't already know, turnovers hadn't gotten any. And it was just kind of like you just felt like at some point Washington has to make a mistake, right? Right? And then here they are, 2nd and 14, 30 seconds left. Wentz almost sacked, but instead flips it, dumps it off, and now the Commanders are suddenly inside the 25-yard line. 3rd and 5. They're able to get to the first down and get out of bounds. Now it's 3rd and goal, 3rd and goal, 9 seconds left. Normally I would have been standing for this, but I was out with friends. I was out with the place, so I was being kind and sitting down. David Long Jr. gets the interception to end and ice the game. And that is all she wrote. That's it. So Titans with the third straight win. They improved a three-and-two after starting 0-2, the defense. A lot of bending, no breaking. King Henry had a day, and then, of course, some beautiful plays made on the defense to help secure and get the win. Let's talk about what went well, but not before we get a sip of something strong here. Tannehill was a decent day overall, 15-25, 50%, uh, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Ball over That's super critical and important, okay? Seven different receivers had at least a catch. I thought that was good in the sense that you're seeing them spread the offense around, So it's not necessarily predictable. It's, it's looking for the right plays with the right players at the right time. Um, Henry and Nick Westbrook-Akina both had two catches um, each. They combined for over 100 yards catching. Hilliards and uh, Bobby Trees, four catches each. They combined for 60 yards speaking of king henry 28 carries 102 yards two touchdowns he averaged 3.6 in the ground and that included a touchdown in each half of the game which is critical given the titans you know issues there uh scoring points in the second half we did score in three straight quarters um and those uh drives that we had that resulted in scoring averaged 69 yards so you know, no trouble for the boys really in moving down the field and scoring, again, unless it's the second half. Uh, now defensively, again, talk about like a team effort. Seven defenders had at least three solo tackles. We had three sacks on the day, seven quarterback hits, and the interception, of course, by David Long Beach Jr. Uh, to end and ice the game. Something that uh, I, I talked about in detail a little bit last time that I wanted to ho- hone in on again here is, is remember, we've had a game where we held the team to barely any third downs. We did it again. Held Washington to just one third down. Just one third down. One of 11 on third down. That is insane. I did the math. I don't even like math, but I did the numbers. Okay, just for you, the listener. You're welcome. All right? 0.09%. That's how bad were on third downs thanks to the boys' defense, okay? Um, Kevin Byard and David Long, they both had six solo tackles themselves combined for 20 altogether. I, I thought I wanted to highlight that because it's really easy to watch games, especially when it's live. You don't always catch everything. But even watching the highlights, it's not super apparent aside from David Long getting the interception towards the end, how they impact the game. But, you know, you expect and you want and hope your best players to to do just that, to be the best. And so Byron Long setting the standard I thought was fantastic. Um, Yeah, we forced a punt. We stopped them on downs or got a turnover on eight of the 12 drives that the Washington Commanders had on the day. Now, those are the positives, okay? And because you're with me and because I believe in trying to give a full – as unbiased picture as I can. We also got to talk about where we struggled. We did struggle. Our own offense actually punted on eight of 12 drives. And I, you know, numbers don't always tell everything. They certainly don't always tell the whole story. But it's pretty remarkable to, to have to punt that many times in a game and you win, okay? Um, now, our 12th drive of that game was, of course, actually the 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 taking a knee, if you will, just to end the game. So. You could argue it was really 8 of 11, but still, all right? Um, Stonehouse, on that note, I did want to mention he averaged 52 yards punting, okay? So a little bit down, um, you know, from what we're accustomed to seeing, but he did have a solid day. Now, we mentioned the big passing plays in this game. Um, it hasn't just been this game, but especially in this game, it felt like it really just kept putting the pressure back on ourselves to, to find a way to overcome it. Um, but the defense gave up 342 yards passing, and that includes a 75-yard touchdown and a 30-yard touchdown. And and look, those are those X plays, if you will, that you hear Rabes talk about or mention. Those are those plays that you give them up, and 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 it just it allows the team to stay in the game to get a lead. It changes momentum. It can it can totally throw everything in the wrong direction. So I think that those are the types of plays that we have to be a lot more aware of and a lot more careful with and penalties again um, and I've, I've said a few times now I promise I will follow up on this you know because I don't have all the data in front of me it, it seems like we're being a little bit more sloppy than we're used to seeing from a Mike Brable coach team uh, 8 penalties 69 yards <laughs> But still, it's a lot of penalties, um, and, and certainly on a couple of drives we had that we ended up having to punt, penalties played a factor and played a role, okay? Now, ultimately, fortunately, we did end up finding a way to overcome mistakes in this game to overcome those pass plays that we gave up. Again, the interception there at the end was incredible. We extend the winning streak to three to move to three and two. I think it was not only was it great to see Derrick Henry in this game run and perform the way that he did, but I think it's important. I think that there are I think there are a lot of teams that, for whatever reason, view the Titans as a one-dimensional team because it's like, well, stop Derrick Henry. What do they got? Well, we got Bobby Trees. All right, fuck you. We've got Nick Westbrook McKenna. Fuck you, all right? And I'm not saying fuck you to these guys I'm naming. I'm saying fuck you to the haters, okay, to the people who who don't believe and who doubt and think we're one-dimensional. I mean, Traylon Burks, I know he's on IR right now. He's going to be fine. He's going to come back. Don't worry. I think we're seeing good things from him. Um, You know, Haskins in the passing game has had some great moments. Hilliard has been a a total gem for us in the passing game and scoring-wise. We're not one-dimensional. Um, And I think the teams are going to have to find some ways, especially when we get guys back like Kyle Phillips coming back into the mix. There's going to be some things that teams are going to have to find ways to account for, and that's going to just open it up even more for Henry. And having this bye week coming up, we're moving into that time of year where running the ball just becomes so important, right? We're getting further into the season, Teams are getting more tired. Some teams that haven't had any health or injury issues are starting to have that happen. So we may play teams that are more banged up than we were or we are. And uh, I think it's important. It's good to see. Now, the offense scoring struggles. You know, I can see some frustration from people because when you hear the players and coaches talk about it, you know, after the game or, you know, during the week in practice – They acknowledge it, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of worry. And and I don't have a problem with that. But obviously you can't continue to hardly score in the second half of football games and keep winning. Like, we are going to have to find ways to put points on the board consistently throughout the game. And at times, even if that's field goals, even if we got to bring in Big Randy, I'd rather see some kicks, you know, some triples on the board than nothing. Um And then, you know, lastly here, that bye week, you know, because I I really thought looking at the schedule that it was too early. I thought, man, week six bye week, that kind of sucks. It's going to give us, you know, 12 straight weeks of regular season play coming off that. But, you know, given where things are at, given some of the struggles we've already had, I think that it's very timely. And I think when you look at just the first two games coming off the bye week are divisional games. Because we're at home against the Colts. So we have to fuck the Colts again. And then we have to play the Texans. Um, but they're going to be two huge critical games that could very well give us uh, some immense separation in the division. Potentially help decide who wins that division that we all know and trust and believe is going to run through naturally yet again. And so that's where we leave things. We are now... Going to have a week to rest. We're going to have a week coming off that to prepare yet again for the Colts. This time at home in Nashville, Nissan Stadium. Um, and I, I'm I'm so thrilled. I think it's going to be a, a great game. It's going to be a huge opportunity to get an early season sweep of the Colts. See what the boys are made of. See what adjustments we can make on some of these aspects that we've talked about. And of course you'll be able to recap and relive all of that with me uh, here on two-tone take once that takes place i appreciate you listening if you would like to locate me you can do that on twitter at two-tone take if you're old school you can send an email i've also got that two-tone take podcast at gmail.com once again appreciate you listening